everybody. Welcome to Aligned and Awakened, the podcast. I would like to use this episode, this beginning, as a start point to share with you who I am, what I do, and how I got here, my journey. So my name is Larise Duffy. I'm a certified life coach with a bachelor's degree in psychology, the owner of A Mindful Journey, and my most proud title, the mom of four boys. So let me begin with marrying the love of my life, Kevin, in November of 1994. I'm the youngest of four children, and my parents have been married now for 62 years. I can't believe it. And that was my plan. I was going to marry the love of my life. We were going to be married forever, and we would have this great big family, and we would grow old together. And that's how I decided it was going to go. And that's not exactly how it went. As I said, we were married in 1994. And about two years after we started trying to have children, my husband was a foreman in the pipe fitters union and a pipe, a very large pipe fell on his head. It was so scary. He wasn't wearing a hard helmet and he fractured his skull. It was super serious. It was just an incredible serious injury, so much so that he could have died. So he stayed in the hospital for a while and he came home. He healed and everything was okay. And it was really scary. And I was very grateful. So we continue on our journey of trying to start a family and it was not happening. We were not getting pregnant. We begin to see doctors and we start the whole infertility process. And nothing was working. We are now at the point where we are trying to decide if we want to do IVF. And I was all in. I would have done anything to be a mom. And although Kevin felt just as strongly about wanting to be a dad, he also felt like maybe this was God's way of saying we shouldn't or weren't meant to have children. And I didn't share that same view. I didn't, I didn't share it at all. And during that time of of talking about it and trying to decide together, uh, a friend shared a story with me. And the story had a lot of meaning. And I shared it with Kevin. And I'll share it with all of you. There was an old man and he was living in his home alone. And there was a terrible storm. And it was raining and raining and raining. And the rain was not expected to stop. And it began to flood. And a park ranger came to his home and knocked on his door and said, you really should come with us. You should really get out of your home now. This is going to get dangerous and you need to leave. And he said, no, I'm good. God will save me. I don't need to leave. And hours upon hours later, he had to move up to the second floor because the first floor was flooded. And they sent a boat out. And they said, sir, you have to come through the window and come into this boat so we can save you. The storms are not expected to end and you're going to drown. And the old man said, no, no, I'll be fine. God will save me. And hours upon hours later, the water had gotten so high that he was on his roof and they sent a a helicopter to save him. And they shouted from the helicopter, we have to save you and bring you into this helicopter. You're going to die. And the old man said, no, I won't die. God will save me. And the man drowned and he died. And he went to heaven and he said to God, God, I thought you would save me. And God said to the old man, 
I sent you a park ranger. I sent you a boat. I sent you a helicopter. And I looked at my husband and I said to him, God has sent us a park ranger. He sent us a boat. He sent us a helicopter. He sent us IVF. It's here. It's available. And that was it. (laughs) After listening to that story, it completely resonated with him. And we did it. We did IVF and it failed. We did not get pregnant. And that was devastating. And that was really hard. It was a very hard day. And it was expensive. And I wanted to try again. And we did. We tried again. And we got pregnant. We got pregnant with triplet boys. (laughs) And my husband was so athletic. He played every sport. He was all about it. He loved football, basketball, baseball, all of it. He loved it all. So this was so exciting. He was going to have all these boys. He was going to be able to have football catches with them, baseball catches, pitch to them, play basketball, the whole thing. So we had our instant family. All of a sudden, we went from the two of us to a family of five. And that was really exciting. And it was really crazy. And it took a village for sure. A lot of good friends, a lot of great family a lot of community to really make that happen. And then guess what? Two and a half years later, we naturally had a fourth child, another boy. And gratitude, gratitude puts it mildly. Super grateful. So fast forward about 10 years, about 2013, I was talking to a friend and I said to her something that some of you may have felt at one time or another in your life. I said, I'm married to the love of my life, a man that adores me. We have four healthy children. My family is all close by and I have great friends. I said to her, that's a lot to be thankful for. Life is pretty great. Don't you think I should be skipping around the house? Because I'm not. I felt bad about how I felt. I I don't know. I I felt like I was being super ungrateful and even a little selfish. My husband survived a terrible accident. I have the family that I wanted so badly, all these wonderful things in my life, and I wanted more. It felt bad. I dismissed the feeling. It didn't go away. I just chose to ignore it because it felt so selfish and it made me feel bad about myself. About a year and a half later, my husband, my very active athletic husband, started experiencing terrible leg cramps and a a slight stir slur in his speech. I couldn't really hear it, but he could, and it really bothered him. So he started seeing doctors to try to figure out what was going on. I wasn't real worried at all. So we did a lot of tests. They ran a lot of tests. And to be honest with you, I thought we were... I thought we got through all the scary possibilities. I thought we got all of those out of the way. You know, like MS, Parkinson's disease, and things like that. So in May of 2015, we are off to see another doctor. We went to see a neurologist specialist. And in my mind, to be honest, we were just checking off another box. No big deal. We planned a lunch date afterward. And this was just another visit to try to see if we could figure out what was going on and maybe put him on some medicine or do whatever we had to do so he could get better. And after the exam, the doctor sat us down and shared with us, this is very serious, his exact words, which got my attention very quickly, as you can imagine. He went on to tell us that he believed Kevin has the beginning stages of ALS. ALS stands for amyotrophic lateral sclerosis. 
for those of you who don't know, it's a progressive neurodegenerative disease that affects nerve cells in the brain and in the spinal cord. So the doctor told us that there's no cure for this disease and that the average survival time is three to five years. In that moment, that single, in a, in a single instant, my entire world shattered into what felt like a million pieces. I, I, fear and devastation, I put it, puts it mildly. It, it was complete horror. So after weeks of catching our breath, receiving support and strength from family and friends, we went down this path of Lyme disease. The symptoms of ALS and Lyme disease overla- overlap. And we were told by a Lyme specialist that he believed Kevin was misdiagnosed and has Lyme disease. So we went down that rabbit hole for probably a good two years. And during those two years, I found out about life coaching. This was the fulfillment I was looking for. The piece that I felt like was missing a few years back. My purpose. It was not a very convenient time, that's for sure. I had four young teens. I was running a small business from home. And I had a sick husband. If this scare with Kevin's health taught me anything, it was life is happening now. Do the thing. And I did. I signed up in September of 2016 at IPEC. It's the Institution for Professional Excellence in Coaching. And I loved every minute of the trainings. I was learning how to be a great coach. I was also learning how to be the best me for my family, for myself. And for our situation, for what we were going through, it really helped me navigate through. So we're now heading into March of 2017. I'm still in IPEC. I haven't graduated yet. And we are now about a year and a half into treating Kevin for what we are still believing is Lyme disease at this point. We're doing a lot. We're doing a lot to help what we thought was Lyme disease. Therapies, diets, IV antibiotics and so much more. We were doing a lot. And Kevin started to decline. It didn't make sense. How could we be doing all of these things that should be creating improvement? And instead, he's declining. It just didn't make sense. And it was at that time, I had to have a very difficult conversation with my husband and ask him if we were searching for answers or running from the truth. That was a hard day. That was a real hard day. We wanted so badly to believe it was Lyme disease. Of course we did. But the truth was, if it were Lyme disease, he wouldn't be declining. So I made an appointment at Columbia University in New York. And the ALS specialist there said to us, after examining Kevin, I don't know if you have Lyme disease or not. What I do know is that this is ALS. It was devastation all over again. Even though by that point, I think I knew, but I so badly wanted to believe it was Lyme disease. I graduated IPEC in July of 2017. Kevin was so proud of me. He was my biggest cheerleader and I was his. And sadly, in April of 2018, three days after his 53rd birthday, he passed away. He lost his fight with ALS. The day of his passing, all four of our children played in a baseball game. It was a beautiful sunny day. There was a moment of silence in Kevin's memory and it was a wonderful way to honor Kevin's life. It's what he did most with the boys, play baseball. And it was amazing. He was amazing. So 
much amazing he was. And it wasn't the way I planned life. That wasn't the plan, not at all. But what I've learned, well, there's so much that I learned. But one of the most important takeaways is that our circumstances don't create our destiny, our choices do. And we get to choose who we're going to be when those unforeseen circumstances occur. We had a wonderful life together. It wasn't perfect. Nothing is. But it was pretty darn great. And I don't have any regrets. I married the love of my life. And had he died when that pipe fell on his head, he would have never given me these four amazing boys. So it's my choice. Do I look at it as I got the love of my life taken away? Or do I look at it as I was given the love of my life? And the love of my life was saved through this terrible accident of having a pipe fall on his head. And he gave me four beautiful boys. And until they were 17 and 15, they had the privilege of having this amazing man as their father. And that is such a blessing. And they get to keep that. They get to hold on to that forever, forever, every bit of him because he was that great. And I am so, so grateful for all of it. And I miss Kevin every day. I miss him. And the five of us carry on. The older boys are now in college. My youngest son is a junior in high school. And I have a very successful coaching business that brings a lot of purpose and fulfillment into my life. So that's the story. That's my story. That's my journey. And what I'd love to do is end it with a passage from a book, Journey to the Heart. And I'd like to share it with all of you. It's called Go for the Ride of Your Life. The roller coaster crawled slowly upward, inching forward, the first and biggest hill, toward the first and biggest hill. And suddenly we were screaming downhill at 97 miles an hour. It is, they claim, the fastest roller coaster in the world. I laughed and yelled and clutched the handlebar. When the ride ended, the attendant turned to us as we were about to leave. Would you like to go again? He asked. It's the last ride of the night. We all shouted yes and rode the course again, the wind whipping through our hair. When the ride ended, as all rides do, we sat in our seats and cheered. Sometimes things happen things we didn't expect, things we didn't plan on, an event occurs that changes our life dramatically. The event may be good or bad, desirable or undesirable, fortunate or unfortunate. No matter how we describe it, its impact is the same. We step off our usual path and go for a roller coaster ride. You may have begun a time of deep transformation, a journey chosen by your soul. Feel all you need to feel. Allow your thoughts to flow. Let your body shift as you go through the curves. Let yourself be transformed. Enjoy the ride. The entire experience with all its twists and curves. Scream in fear. Cry out in joy. Laugh aloud with glee. If you find yourself on a roller coaster, turn it in to the ride of your life. I hope all of you are on the ride of your life and thank you for listening to mine. I'm excited you're here and I, I look forward to a journey of wisdom, 
lessons and great conversations with this podcast. Sending all of you and each of you love.